Hello, everyone. I'm Selena Guerrero, and I'm here with my Wednesday morning Thrive Biz Chat. Now, it used to be called Thrive Sales Chat, but I realized that really the larger, I was really covering a larger scope of business, which of course impacts sales. So I went, uh, you know, so decided to just change it, which normally is very difficult for me to actually change something in my business. Okay, it's awesome, which is exactly the kind of thing we're going to talk about today, right? <laughs> Mindset, being experimental, like going with the flow. We have Keisha Mitchell with us today. Keisha, I'm so excited you're here today. I am super excited to be here. Thank you, Selena. I'm super excited. <laughs> So, uh, Keisha is a success coach, and we're going to specifically dig into some of the mind shift required when you maybe are an employee, and all of a sudden you want you want to become an entrepreneur. And I certainly know for myself, it's so fun to just dive in, and everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and run their own schedule, and you know, go on vacation whenever. Right. But the reality is, the mind is everything in uh, it, uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, let me quickly introduce you, Keisha. Uh, Keisha Mitchell. She empowers women who feel stuck in their jobs. Does that sound familiar? Two million corporate women are leaving these jobs, <laughs> leaving their jobs these days, right? Yeah. Uh, she helps them make time for and take action on their dream to become an entrepreneur. She is a one-time corporate employee. She used to sit suit up and sit in that cubicle day after day, and she has made the bold leap uh, from the nine to five, and she's now an in-demand success coach. So thank you so much, Keisha, for being here. Yes, of course. Thank you. I am, you know, I love doing this work. And like you said, the two million women, this literally is why I even introduced the things that I'm introducing now, because I spent a lot of COVID standing in line, store lines, like some, <laughs> like most of us, right? Standing in a line. And I kid you not, I would talk to women and somehow the subject would come up and they would just be like, I don't want to go back. Like, I don't want to go back to what the norm, you know, was. And yeah. obviously when I was in corporate, it wasn't this whole, you know, pandemic, but that was how mm -hmm. I felt like each morning, you know, getting up, like there has to be something more. And I always kind of wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, mm -hmm. I always laugh with uh, some of my clients is like, listen, I went into the interview and the CFO, I was an accountant and the CFO was like, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to rise up in the ranks? Maybe take over my job one day. And I was like, yeah, no, I want to learn everything I can learn because I'm going to run my own business one day. So that's my plan. And he was kind I of love like, that. Hmm. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about this. Right, right. But he was like, hey, I was like, listen, I'm dedicated because I want to learn everything because I want to run my business in an awesome way. Um, so, you know, I, I totally get and I think you get to a certain point. I don't know if it's age necessarily or maybe how long you've been working or what your family situation is like. But you get to a certain point where you start realizing the majority of your energy and your time and your focus is going outward. And then at night, you lay in the bed tossing with these ideas and all of these thoughts that are coming up. Like when, you know, these thoughts are like, when are you going to focus on me? You know, when do I get to do me? And I think people are feeling that way more than ever before. I love that story of standing in line and then everybody, you know, you start chit-chatting with people and they're at home and they've realized, wow, what is like... 
it's kind of nice not maybe going into the, into the office or what would it be like if I had more flexibility, you know, I wasn't sitting in my cubicle all day and it just opens something up in people for sure. Uh, so when, so it's funny because I think a lot of times there's this sort of, I, so, you know, my background is in business development and sales. And I think when people go into entrepreneurship, they have this idea, they're excited, just like you had sort of described, right? Yep. But then like <laughs> the rubber hits the road and it's like, okay, you've got to, uh, you know, make sales. And I also think everything on the mindset side comes into play. Can people just dive in? Like, do you have to do mindset work before you become an entrepreneur? Because of course, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Like just right. talk <laughs> about like, how do we deal with the mindset before we decide to become an entrepreneur? Or do we just have to be prepared to deal with that when we make that transition? Yeah, I, Selena, I totally think you can do I mean, I'm I'm one of those personal development kind of junkies, right? I feel like we should be, you know, trying to make the best of ourselves, kind of getting to the best of our potential anyway, just because not for anyone else, but because it brings us the most joy. You know what I mean? Um, so I do feel like I think the number one thing I'll, I'll say for people who are still at the nine to five and whatever you are may not be a nine to five, right? But whatever you're doing and then you're trying to kind of parse this amount of time for your dream, right? For this job that you've, I mean, this business you've been thinking of for so long. I think one of the first things you should do is get around other people that are mm. also on that entrepreneurial track. Because what happens is you're sitting there with your coworkers and probably your family. I can't tell you how many times, you know, my family was kind of like, what do you do? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Again? You know? My dad being like, you know, like, why don't you just go get a job? Like you're incredibly talented, you know, and, and that in and of itself, we have our own inner critic, our own negative thoughts coming. And so when we're in an environment of people that may love us, may, you know, um, are friends to us, but they don't understand the passion and the calling that people are feeling, right, to do something other than this nine to five. And so when, and I've, I've seen this time and time again, when people come into, you know, my community or another community, you know, I'm in a community with my peers, People are like, oh my God, <laughs> like I didn't know, you know, there were other women out there that, you know, are on the same journey that want to see me succeed and support. You know, one of my big things, yes, I am a business coach. Um, I am all about people's callings. I, you know, have a small spiritual side, you know, to to what I do. Um, but you know, I just I think this idea of um of us not <laughs> kind of holding back our calling mm -hmm. and for what, um, you know, women for so long have been taught to kind of just like, you know, be small, don't be too loud, don't be too big, too bold. Like what you have already is good. You know, it's enough, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. I am also about smashing a lot of these paradigms, you know, because it we are, we deserve to be around people that want to do the same things as us. And this whole thing about society and women can't get along and they don't support each other. I, that is not my life. And it's not the life of a lot of people. And so I want a lot of women to know you just have to be aligned, right? So I would say, long story short, I would say, you know, definitely 
the first kind of, um, yes, you can read all of the books and, and definitely get coaches and get people to help you. But once you are in a community with like-minded individuals, the, the inner critic quiets down because, you know, it sees like, oh, wait, this is normal. People do want to go after their dreams. People are, um, you know, taking these risks, right? Because let's be real, entrepreneurship is a risk, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, so I hope that answers the question a little bit, but that is, that's kind of my, my first, you know, like suggestion, just so that you can feel almost normal in your abnormal, <laughs> right? Quote unquote, right? In your abnormal way of thinking. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have so much to say about that. Yeah. I, it's funny because I, I have a couple things to say about that. Ah, so many things, but basically, <laughs> and so I had a, uh, I worked for myself back in, uh, I don't know, maybe eight years ago. And I didn't have this community. I didn't, I was just kind of jumping in. Right. And um, I was doing fairly well, but the, uh, my ability to um, uh, have perspective hmm. and my ability to um, uh, sort of see others, right. Normalize the craziness, right. Yes. Of trying <laughs> to grow a business, especially in those yeah. first couple of years I did not have. So I now I'm restarting that in a more sort of concrete way as a business. And I have that community and it. It, it cannot be understated. I mean, I honestly, I love that that's the first thing you say, because I think if there's one simple thing, there's one thing that is sort of critical or that could be the differentiator. It is that. And, yeah. you know, I, I also want to say that when you um, are working for a company, right, you're working for a company. This is always what I what I say is that like you're supporting someone else's vision, right? Yes. So the work that you do is about somebody else's vision. But when it's your business, you have to have your own vision. Like, what do you want? You yes. know, what do you want, Keisha? What do you want, Selena? And answering that question alone is a little frightening, right? Especially it's because right. nobody has ever asked us, right? In a sense, right? right? Like, yeah, it's all about the deadline or the next project or the next thing you're turning in, right? But, and, and Selena, you've just hit on one of the main points, right? Of this mindset shift that I like to call you're moving from, it's a journey too, right? It's not like a click and like, boom, I'm in the CEO, you know, mind frame, right? I like to call it a journey from employee hustle to CEO mindset. Ooh, you know, it's, it's a journey, right? Because as an employee, we're just going for that next deadline. We're just going for that next evaluation. You know, we're, we're just trying to get our numbers up for the, you know, whatever the annual thing. And listen, you are still going to do that in your business too, right? We have deadlines. We have, you know, the, the financial stuff. Now we're evaluating ourselves and often that doesn't go well, which is another reason <laughs> you need to be in community with people, right? Because listen, entrepreneurship can be very lonely. It can be very lonely. And, and that's another reason why the first thing I suggested was community, because what um, happens in the same vein of, you know, moving on this journey is you're doing all of the things when you are an employee and you have an idea and you try that idea, you have others to bounce things off of. You have a supervisor or someone to say, you know, that worked, that was amazing or that didn't work as well. Let's tweak something. When you yeah. are by yourself in front of this laptop in your office or wherever your space is that you're doing, you're just like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. But when you are with peers and other people can say, 
no, no, no. I tried that too. That, that it went that way for me, or here's a few tips for you to do. Um, it, it just makes all the difference. It's a game changer. So go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. So I was going to say that the, that main huge, you know, point is kind of, uh, in that journey when, you are coming from an employee's standpoint, you have a very compartmentalized view of what it is you're doing, right? And not the business at large. You have no idea what the financial projections are unless you're in the finance department, right? You know, you don't know what the sales team is over here doing. You just see the results from the sales team. You know, if you're creating the product, you don't necessarily know what the customer does with it or, you know, what, what their experience is. You're very compartmentalized. In a CEO standpoint, you are, it's, a, it's top level, right? You see all of the aspects of the business. Um, and what happens, and there are some, let's, let's be real, there are some entrepreneurs that are su- still operating in an employee hustle mindset. Yes. Right. Keep going. Keep going. Totally agree with that. (laughs) Right. And so we get so compartmentalized, you know, like, let's say, like, I'm sure you see it all the time with sales, right? Oh, I don't know what I'm doing or, you know, I'm trying this thing out. I'm trying. And it's like, but if, if you can back up, just back up a little bit and see the whole journey, what comes before this sales point? What goes after the sales point? What is the journey for that? What in your overall vision, right? Where does this fit in? In your quarterly goals or in your year, your annual goals, where does it all fit in? When you're compartmentalized like this, it seems like everything is wrong, <laughs> you know? But when you are looking at the, the top level, the top vision of it, it... it um. It helps you from not being so kind of, um, gosh, I don't, what, what would you call it, Selena? You know, when we, we get so into the details in one aspect yeah. of something and it I, just. I, I think it's perspective. For me, it's perspective and not being in a vacuum. It's that perspective because yes. once you step out of it, once you tell somebody the story, they're like, oh, yes, that was that's exactly what happened to me. And like, and right. you just get out of that myopic sort of like. I have a problem. I can't figure this out. Right. I, yeah. Perspective, I think, is is how I would term it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, and so it's it's that. And then the, the other, you know, big one is you are always in your business. And, and so this is they're all related. Right. So we just talked about that compartmentalized view. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs that are still working or that still have this mindset, they are so in the business and they never work on the business. So that is a huge difference in the, the journey, right? Is you are in an employee hustle. You're constantly in your business. I got to sell my next thing. I need to pay my bills. I need to, you know, create my products, um, you know, social media. I'm trying to post on here and, you know, trying to do some sales, you know, <laughs> so resistant to sales, you know, and trying to do it every now and then. Right. And um, and it's so in the business. Well, as you move on that journey to a CEO mindset, you recognize that you have to have regular time to work on your business. And so, okay, yeah. Wait, just break that ahead, down. Yeah. Break that down. Okay. <laughs> okay. It so, is like the details, the social media posts, the sales, the setting up my QuickBooks, whatever. But what is yeah. just define that for us? Sure. So you're right. When you're working on your business, which is what you're saying, make sure you have time for 
give us an out kind of get breakdown what that looks like. Sure. So working on your business are um, it's kind of like I was saying before that top level vision, right? Um, starting with even things like who am I in the marketplace as a brand? You know, right? I talk to so many women who are like, oh, it's my product. Like, no one wants to see my face. Like, I'm not going to get out there. And it's yeah. like, no, my love, <laughs> you are the company. Like, you know, you are the, the thing. It is the brand, right? And so it's not just about like how my, what color my social media post is, right? It's what values am I putting out there, you know, um, every time I post or when I talk to someone, you know, who do people see me as? How do I differentiate myself in the marketplace? Who am I in this space, right? Um, and then things like your goals, um, your financial projections, right? You know, Again, a lot of times we're like, I got to pay the bills. I got to do this. Like, oh, my goodness, I need to pay rent or pay my mortgage, you know, or get this extra money. Um, and I talk to so many entrepreneurs where I'm like, OK, great. Well, what's your annual and your quarterly goal? And they're like, to make it <laughs> to, right <laughs> to not go broke, <laughs> you know, and but it makes a huge difference, like literally almost metaphysically <laughs> to have in your mind right? And written down somewhere what your overall goal is. So you know that you're working toward something. Um, there it's things like, um, gosh, of course I'm, I'm blanking on everything now, but you know, so your, your goals, your, um, oh, it's strategy, right? So yeah. people yeah. can say like, oh, I need to post, I need to post on social media, right? But what is your overall strategy for social media? What, where is your market, right? Where are your people? Are you posting on every social media outlet <clears throat> or are you using the top two or three where your ideal client live? You know, what is your strategy yeah. for sales? Are you just selling to anyone and, <laughs> you know, selling whenever you can, whenever you need to pay a bill or do you have a strategy, right? So it's the strategy, it's the vision, yeah. it's the, um, the brand that you're putting out there, um, the overall financial things, it's the top level. And yeah. let me just say for a lot of, a lot of my clients are change makers. So it's also about, I'm doing this thing and what is the transformation that I'm creating in the world? You know, what is my client journey? Where are my clients starting and where are, you know, they kind of ending with me, with the business? Does that make sense? This all makes sense. It's, it's, it's interesting because so you started by... No, no, no. You, you started by saying I was at my job and they would say, what do you, you know, where do you want to move up? And you said, I want to learn everything, right? You want to have that bird's eye CEO view. So it's kind of interesting, right? Like that obviously is what you're talking about. And it's interesting when we think about mindset, you know, it, it, we have different ideas of sort of, you know, what that means. But I think what's, what I love about it is it's, it's, it's not, it's really just this idea of that employee hustle to the CEO mindset mm -hmm. is what we're talking about because you cannot make decisions that will um, keep you grounded and move your business forward and do the really big, make the really big decisions if you're still in that tiny little like myopic sort of, I'm, I need to send this post this week, right? right and right. instead like 
that is the shift. When we talk about mindset shift, that is the shift, right? Just because I, I want to say that because I think a lot of people like mind shift means a lot of th things, but within right. entrepreneurship, especially right. if you're making that transition, yeah. fundamentally, it's about that. And we talked about community being so important to helping you stay above, you know, a, a sort of above the details, right? And sort of yeah. look at everything. And certainly, you know, you start a business, a lot of times you're by yourself, right? And so mm -hmm. you're managing, let's say, accounting and sales and, you know, marketing, right? right. And delivery. And so these right. ideas, if you're thinking like a CEO, right, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to build those up, but then I'm going to give those to other people, right? Exactly. Yes, that that is for sure one of the aspects, one of the most important aspects. And I will say, you know, and um, I've, done so much study and success specifically um just physically i'm a neuroscience geek <laughs> so the way nice. our brain changes and doesn't change you know as well as um science from a spiritual pr perspective and just kind of experiential right and the difference between men and women and one of the things um about um women and women identify is we our thing with support <laughs> Like we want to do everything by ourselves. And truthfully, society has kind of told us that we're supposed to be able to do it all. Right. Um, and, and especially for women of color, too, you know, just the idea of um, of having support is something that we're, you know, it's all it's about worth. It comes back down to, you know, whether or not we feel that we are deserving are worthy. And that's another thing with that, with the mindset shift, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's like coming from this space of like, who wants to listen to me, you know, or, or what do I have to give to the world? Right. And moving into a space of I'm here, I'm, I'm being called to do something. It's not just about me, right. It's about what I'm giving to the world and what I'm doing in these different spaces, how people are looking at me, the fact that I'm an example, Right. It's yeah. it's all of those things. It's even big picture with yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so the support aspect can hit that that worth, you know, feeling. Yeah. Um, and, and for a lot of men, they're like, I'm clear what I do. Everything else, <laughs> I'm like, everything else someone else is going to do. Right. And for a lot of women, yeah. we're like, hey, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Right. And it's not just about the multitasking. It's way deeper than that. Um, and so, yes, that is part of the progression, too, of, of understanding yeah. that it's not just you. One of my mantras uh, for my clients is my calling is too big to do alone. Right. Mm. My calling is too big to do alone. You shouldn't have that alone. Right. And, and yes, yeah, so many things. I mean, <laughs> just the idea that a CEO, a founder, a creative's main role is to think. It's to think, right? And so, yes, there are some times where we are going to have to do all the minutia in our business so that we can get it running and get it going. But the, the point, the vision that you should have on that progression is that you get to a point where you are operating in your genius and the people around you are operating in their zones of genius, which means that maybe someone that is great with marketing, great with sales, right? Great with the technical aspects. And you can do what your calling is really calling you to do in the world. And this is so interesting. Think about that. I have to be in my genius, like literally. I don't think I've ever been an employee and thought, 
I need to be in my zone of genius, right? <laughs> like, I mean, obviously I was probably doing something that I was good at, but yeah. the mindset, right? The mindset right. of looking at that and saying, you know, where are my strengths? Where is my genius? Where is that? And then not only that, but saying, okay, well, I actually can share I have to share. Now, once I even know it, then I have to sort right. of have another mindset shift to say, oh, I'm worthy of sharing that. Like somebody actually might want to hear that, right? It's right, like multiple right. le levels, right? So many levels. And and I know that I'm I'm talking about like, you know, what it, what it looks like and all the things. And I, what I haven't mentioned is what it does to us, right? And the whole point of, of making this shift is when you are in that employee hustle mode all the all of the time inside of your business. What that does is it stops you very often from moving forward, from taking yeah. risks, from showing up, right? From putting yourself out there, from really shining, either having your product shine or having you shine as the face of the business. It doesn't even to be the face of the business. Like I said, even if your face is never put there, your values, your yeah. authenticity, you know, your experience, all of that should show through through your business. And, and that's what, you know, pulls people to you. It's what magnetizes folks to you. Um, but when we are stuck kind of in that, and it's, listen, no shame, no shade, no shame, no blame, right? that we are so accustomed to being in that mindset it is there's no right or wrong it's just a progression it's a learning right a learning curve and so it's just moving out of that so you can really make decisions like a boss right so that you can feel and know that there are people out there waiting for what it is that you have. And they're waiting for you to offer it to them, right? So many, I know the sales thing is so like, you know, and it's like, no, once you think, you know, CEOs know that there is a market out there. Most yeah. people, when we're sitting at home by ourselves, stuck in this employee hustle, we're like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, no, be the founder, be the boss and say, I know there are people out there waiting for what it is that I have to give. Right. And I, I just you got to build yourself up right to get there and show up so that you can create that transformation. It's interesting yeah. because when I think as you're talking, I'm thinking back back when I first started a business and how I thought it was all about the delivery. Yeah, I thought it was all about what I do, like, you know, how many of this and how many of that. <laughs> or whatever, right. right? And, right. and 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 it's like it's taken me a while. Right. Like so, to realize, like people are buying into you know, the value, even if it's not, like you say, it's not even used personally, but the values mm -hmm. and the confidence of transformation that you deliver, like it's so much different. So I, it's really, it's interesting just how, again, I think it's sort of you, in my experience, I, I, I'm guessing you would agree, right? It's not, you're not, it's not just the, that day one, you say, okay, this is what's going to happen, that it's a continual right. progression, right? And it's this so, complete self-actualization in the process. Uh, it's kind of mind-blowing, right? Oh my goodness, it really is. I'm like, I always say to people, you know, in my experience, I know there are other ways, but I'm like, listen, you want to grow to your full potential, have kids or start a business. <laughs> like, it, it yeah. will, you know, it will completely grow you if you allow it. Um, but you're yeah. right, it is a complete self-actualization. I remember when I first started, um, I would um, you know, be in different places and and start talking about what it is I wanted to do. And and I kind of, you know. People would, um, 
kind of magnetized toward me. You know, when I spoke and people would be like, oh, that's so, that's so awesome and that's great. And I would leave being like, what do they see that I don't see? <laughs> you know, like I would yeah. say to my husband, like they really wanted this thing. And like, I, I feel like I didn't speak too well. And, you know, I don't know what I did. And then, but once you find out, you, like I said, your genius, you know, your strengths, <laughs> like once I start digging into my strengths and, um, mm -hmm. and, and what it is that I've done in the past and really pulled, I have my clients go through all of that kind of stuff. I realized like, you know, speaking is, <laughs> that is one of my strengths, right? Communication is a strength Absolutely. of mine. Creating relationships has always been a strength of mine. And so, you know, while we're, we're kind of sitting back like, oh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, no, you have to use yourself or be used. Right. So that that's yeah. the other kind of, you know, spiritual part, you know, to it is I really feel, um, you know, people mm -hmm. ask me all the time, like, you know, who are, you know, who are your clients or <clears throat> who don't you serve and all that. And I'm like, listen, there are so many people out there that want to be entrepreneurs. My clients, my community, are the women that feel like they are being called towards something, mm. right? So they're usually not the women that are just like, oh my God, I'll do anything to leave this place, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're, not, they're not running from something, right? They're being called into something. Something is toiling in their minds like, oh, this has been on the shelf for too long. Pull it down. It's time. It's time for you to do it. Or other people mm -hmm. are telling them. Um, and I think that is part of the progress too, or the process is just that realization, you know, like you're saying, like, yes, it is, you know, it's maybe not my face and maybe sometimes it is, but it is me. I'm being, maybe I am being used for something to come through me and create yeah. some kind of transformation or just, just joy, <laughs> just yeah. bringing joy, right? You know, I think that is sort of the ultimate transformation where you feel like it's not about me. It's about like, I'm a conduit to help people because when I think you make it, you're in that mindset, you realize that it's not about you, that that if I am in my best place, if I am my big, if I'm using my strengths, mm -hmm. then everything kind of like, I call it find your flow, right? And you <laughs> realize that you're, you know, it's not just like, all of these little details, but, and it's not even just like, oh, I have this thing I want to share or, you know, it's, it's really be a level beyond. So I really, okay. I, I, we could talk forever, but I want well, to, no. we've talked about all the amazing things that will happen when you become an entrepreneur, if you let it. And if you find your community, which we'll talk about in a second, but let's just take a step back if you don't mind. And just saying like, if someone is in the 95 and they've heard all of these things, it might be a little overwhelming, frankly, because it sounds like a lot, right? So help, uh, help us understand like, what is, if some, if I'm like in my nine to five and I'm at my cubicle or at home <laughs> behind my desk and my right. dining room, <laughs> um, what should somebody be thinking about and, and around the, either the mind shift or mindset shift, or um, just like, what's one thing today they can do to begin that that process of transformation. So, okay, this is not a sexy one. <laughs> it never is. It's always the hard one. <laughs> you know, I, I like to tell my clients, <clears throat> like sometimes, you know, I give them what I call life work, you know, not homework, but life work. And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I'm excited about doing that. This is not a sexy one. Um, but one, one of the challenges <laughs> when people, um, 
you know, first kind of go full time into entrepreneurship, which is, you know, for for a lot of women, whether they're talking about retiring early or just or leaving as soon as they can to have something that can replace their income. Yeah. Um, whatever it is, it's kind of, you know, that's kind of the point, right? You want to have sometime have a business that can support you, right? Can support you thriving. And um, one of the biggest challenges moving to the full-time space, um, and even if you're moving from kind of full-time in your job to part-time and kind of inching along, right, yeah. is this idea that when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a business owner, like, you're just free, you know, like, you know, you, you might, you know, you take a nap for like three hours and then you work when you want to, <laughs> you know, and you're gone, you know, you're off to, to an Island for a month and then you come mm. back, you know, it's just, and, and I get it right. We are doing this for freedom. Freedom is one of the um, largest values, I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, yeah. right. But that freedom Agreed. can come from a lot of different spaces, right? Not necessarily kind of the, um, you know, where you are and how much you're working. Right, Tahiti or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, so one of the things that I like to tell people is start, begin, if you are, you know, working on your business or thinking about a business, or maybe you already have a side hustle, start structuring your time mm. with, that business or how you're working. Often people get off work and they're just like, you know, I have time. I have like four hours after work and then they get off work and they're like, oh my God, I'm freaking exhausted, you know? Um, or I have this time on the weekend, but I want to spend it with my kids, right? And so there's all of these things that will really, because you're not in the habits and the, the mind frame of like being committed, right? To what it is that you're doing. Um, and you don't have those goals and, you know, those things that you're driving toward in that whole strategy. You're just like, I just need some time to work on this. Yeah. Um, what happens is it gets pushed to the back burner, much like our self-care, <laughs> much mm -hmm. like, you know, right? Self-love, you know, yeah. our dreams, our desires will continuously get pushed to the back burner because we just have not built up the habits um, that allow us to put ourselves first, to put our desires first, to put what we are being called to do first. So I want you to schedule it. And so that might mean like schedule 30 minutes on a Saturday morning to do some research on the business that you mm -hmm. want, right? Schedule two hours, you know, at, at a certain point. And, you know, and for my clients, we go through everything. How do you best work? You know, how when are you at your fullest potential? So it's not a cookie cutter thing, right? It's very personalized for you. And so find out when you won't be as exhausted or what you need to do in order. Maybe you need to like go for a run and then you can come back in, take a shower and get to it and you'll be inspired. But like schedule some time mm. when you're coming yeah. home after work, you know, at like put it down on a calendar and ask yourself, when am I giving myself the time, giving my honoring, right? Honoring these desires, honoring this calling of mine. I'm going to honor that by putting it on the calendar and uh, really committing to it. Oh my gosh. I did not expect that answer. And I just, I just <laughs> love it so much. And it's it just like, it's so true. And it's funny because it, it's so practical and yet... And yet yeah. it's about um, valuing my time, yeah. right? Not just 
like doing what, you know, like not devaluing it and saying, oh, well, I really have to be doing something that's really not important. It's about learning to prioritize, right? Thinking like a CEO. So it's so, it's so interesting that it's the unsexy work, right? But at the same time, like it is like, it is actually, by, just by doing that alone, you're already transforming your mindset and you like, like exercising that muscle, right? Exactly. Right. It doesn't seem like a mindset thing. It's like, wait a minute, it's calendaring. Yeah. Listen, the whole, it hits so many, like you're talking about it hits <laughs> so many levels of like you yes. being worthy. Like you put a doctor's appointment on, you put your kids thing on the calendar, put your desires on the calendar. It's huge. I love it. Okay. So uh, we could go on and on, but I know, I know. I know. <laughs> that is the best advice. Honestly, I think that's great because it applies for anything in your business, right? Okay, so if you're listening and you're like super excited to become an entrepreneur, I'm gonna um, invite Keisha to tell you about a, a guide that she put together to make yes. sure that you have success. I'm gonna put a link to this um, to this guide in the comments. While Keisha, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the guide, and and and, and I'll do this over here. Sure, sure. So my community is Employee to Entrepreneur Elevation. And one of the things that is kind of, you know, the initial, um, you know, thing that I tell people, um, which again, it has to do with a lot of mindset stuff too, is really determining what is your authentic version of success. We have traveled for so long on other people's idea of what success is. You know, when you went to college, what was your major? Was it really something you wanted to do? Or was it something that was supposed to make money or your parents told you, you know, relationships? Can you, can you just repeat that? It, it was always <laughs> been something like relying on other people's version. Relying of it. Can you say that external. again? Just because I think that's so important. Yes, we've always relied on external versions of what our success should be. And, and what happens when we're, you know, listening to what we should do, right? What, who you should marry, you know, what, what, um, you know, what even your career track, you know, the next step you should take on the corporate ladder, right? All of that comes from other people, what others have done, what people want you to do, what is supposed to happen. What happens with that? is I think of it as like running a race, right? And we run this race and we get to the finish line. And instead of like jumping for joy and being proud of ourselves, we get to that finish line and we get the trophy and we're like, eh, on to the next. We Or we're still thinking about like, gosh, I crossed the finish line, but I really messed up that thing I did, you know, last week. And so we never feel fulfilled. We never feel joy at what was supposed to be, you know, this big, this trophy in our lives, this goal that we were getting to. And then we're just like, what's next? What's next? And that is because we are functioning on someone else's version of success. Yeah. So this guide is about digging into what is your authentic idea of what success should be for you. This can be success in a health journey, success in your career, and success as a business owner. I want you to come up with what your success is so that you are running that race and, and feeling good in the, the whole time, right? And knowing that you're going to get to the finish line, be proud of yourself, you know, celebrate, have others celebrate with you. And you know that this isn't the last race. The next one you're running is going to be even better. So it's really about also in mindset, recognizing that we deserve joy along these paths. You know, it's not just about money. It's not just about the transformation of others. It's our own transformation too. 
well said. It is actually figuring out what we want, what success looks like for us. And um, that's what entrepreneurship is. And it, and it is funny because I think when you're this in that entrepreneur space, it's not about it's I mean, I'm not saying people don't have purpose. And I certainly have felt joy in past jobs, right. but it's sort of like, oh, what would happen if I if, if like I actually marked you know stuff in my calendar for me that gave me joy that helped me progress my goals it is that is the the highest level mind sh set right. Shift, right? <laughs> which is like oh i'm going from like actually i basically have to start thinking about what i want what gives me joy what what does success look like to me so i love this this idea of this guide i yeah. everybody go download it today <laughs> it sounds amazing i'm gonna go download it it's just yeah. i love that it, it's everything. <laughs> I, it. I love it so Keisha, awesome. thank you so much for being here i'm um it's just been so many amazing like nuggets and so rich with really concrete ideas. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much for inviting me. Much success to you. I love what you're doing. And I love that people can come in here every Wednesday and get, you know, some more gems, your own and other people's. It's, it's great. I, I love it. It's, it's so, mm -hmm. uh, I just, yeah, it's great. I mean, I got to just talk to you for like 45 minutes. It's awesome. So I do it every Wednesday, but because I'm an entrepreneur and freedom's yes. important to me, I'm going on vacation next week. So, so I will not have a video. I'll maybe I'll put it like a recorded video next week, but yeah. uh, the following um, Wednesday, August 4th, I'm going to have Claire Mason on here. She's going to talk about thought leadership for business growth. So I'm really looking forward to that conversation. Um, and I will just say, lastly, if you have a sales process and you want to understand better what you can be doing differently to generate more clients than you are today, I put in the comments, there is a uh, sales success uh, assessment uh, masterclass. It's free. Go check out that link. So see, go fix your sales. Go up, up level your sales. So you can check that out. So thank you, everyone, for being here today. And again, Keisha, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Yeah, so, welcome. so welcome. Bye, everyone. Bye.